Good morning. Today we will look into increasing backlash against Western companies in China over the European Union and the USA's decision to sanction the country for its alleged mistreatment of Uyghur Muslims. We will then examine losses that were incurred due to a surge container ship blocking the Swiss Canal for days. And we will finally revisit the worsening COVID situation in India. Today is Wednesday, the 31st of March. I am Arunava and you are listening to The Leader's Brief by Ego Monk. China sanctioned organizations and individuals in the United Kingdom last Friday in retaliation to Western sanctions imposed on Beijing for alleged human rights abuses on Uyghur Muslims in the country's cotton-producing Xinjiang region. The development comes at a time the United Kingdom called on Beijing to allow international access to Xinjiang to verify the truth about human rights abuses in the province and Western companies are facing large-scale backlash in China. A week earlier, the European Union, the United Kingdom, Canada and the USA sanctioned several Chinese officials and the state-run Xinjiang Production and Construction Corps to send a clear message about the human rights violations and abuses in Xinjiang. China has termed these allegations as lies and provocation. Last week after meeting his Russian counterpart, Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi had said that the Western sanctions were the law of the jungle that would not be embraced by the international community. Russia and China have called for a UN Security Council meeting to seek international support against these sanctions. Last Friday, Beijing decided to sanction four entities and nine individuals, including MPs Tom Tugendhat, Duncan Smith, Neil O'Brien, Tim Lawton and Nusrat Ghani. The four entities include China Research Group, Conservative Party Human Rights Commission, Uyghur Tribunal and the Essex Court Chambers. China had previously sanctioned 10 EU officials, including Reinhard Bodikofer, who is the chair of the European Parliament's delegation for relations with China. According to the United Nations, over 1 million Uyghurs have been held in a network of camps that China has called vocational skills training centers in recent years. Western media had on several occasions alleged that the detainees in such camps were forced to work without wages and denied basic rights including freedom of religion. Meanwhile, several companies who have expressed concern over cotton being sourced from the Xinjiang region, including Nike and H&M, risk facing large-scale backlash in the country. British media reported last week that London-based luxury fashion house Burberry became the first victim of Chinese backlash. Chinese actress Zhao Dongyu terminated her contract with the company as the brand's ambassador, and Tencent Holdings removed the company's iconic plaid design from clothing worn by characters in its video game Honor of Kings. Burberry, a member of the Better Cotton Initiative, had said in October that it was suspending its approval of cotton sourced from Xinjiang. Moving on to some news from the African continent, a huge container ship that blocked the Swiss Canal for six days has cost Global Trade millions of dollars. The Ever Given, a 400-meter-long container ship, blocked the important passage while traveling towards the Mediterranean from the North Sea on March 23rd. The Swiss Canal Authority had said that the principal cause that placed the ship aground was a lack of visibility due to high winds and a sandstorm. Unfortunately, the Ever Given had blocked the southernmost stretch of the canal, which has a single lane halting all traffic through the area. The Swiss Canal Authority had suspended all navigation through the channel that sees almost 30% of the global container traffic pass through it every year. Despite finally being able to put the ship afloat last Monday, it will be at least another week before the canal starts seeing normal traffic again, threatening a global price rise in essential commodities and oil. Over 200 large container ships, including oil tankers, had been forced to back up at either end of the canal in the worst shipping jam witnessed in years. Experts believe the jam caused the global economy at least 400 million dollars every hour. 
Ships that have been diverted will see delivery being delayed by at least a week and put more pressure on other shipping routes. To make things worse, the development comes at a time consumer and industrial demand remains very high, coupled with a global shortage of container capacity. Moving on to the Asian continent, India, which appears to be hit by a fresh COVID wave, is expected to soon expand its vaccination program for the country's younger population. The Indian Health Ministry said that all above the age of 45 are eligible for vaccination from April 1st, and the government is working to meet a demand by many states for the inclusion of all adults. India's new targets will decrease the country's AstraZeneca exports, putting more pressure on other countries, particularly those in Europe. India, which saw its highest surge in new cases in over five months, is also struggling to bring back its economy to pre-COVID levels. The country recorded annual retail inflation of 5.03% in February, with core inflation estimated between 5.6 and 5.9%. Vaccinations form an important part of the country's post-COVID recovery plan, and India is presently among leading countries in terms of vaccination numbers. However, with a population of over 1.3 billion, India is short of medical infrastructure to mass immunize its citizens. After starting the first phase of its immunization program on January 16th and entering the second phase on March 1st, India had administered a little over 55 million doses till last week. The country is presently banking on its locally manufactured AstraZeneca jab that requires two shots at one-month intervals. At the present rate, it would take the country over two years to achieve nationwide immunization. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune into EgoMong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology, and innovation. EgoMong helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomong.com that is insights.egomong.com to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate egomong.com.